<laughs> exactly. <Okay>. Alone together. <laughs> <laughs> like we do everything in life. I have 100%. <laughs> All right. Oh, like we do everything in life. <laughs> We're starting this out dark. <laughs> well, we may as well. Because <laughs> for, for, for the episode episode the thing the people that i'm talking about today yes i had to take a moment after i like finished all my research stuff because i was so sad about it oh no i know oh no so we're getting dark real fucking quick (laughs) (laughs) may as well be dark right from the beginning yeah um who i don't remember who goes first i genuinely don't remember who went first last time i don't either because it was the unreleased but will be released eventually soon episode maritime mystery and yes your topic Yes. We should look at... <laughs> going to pause. Okay. Okay. In theory, yeah, we're recording. Okay, got it. Okay, cool. I go first? Is that what we just said? Yes, you go first this time. You kicked it off dark, and apparently your story is dark, so you first. <laughs> Hopefully... I mean, mine's pretty dark, too. Does it still record when I close the window? Yeah. Okay, good, because I need to open my... <laughs> I need to open my shit. I always minimize garage band and uh, maximize my notes mm, when I'm mm-hmm, recording, mm-hmm, so... Mm-hmm. All right, don't look at my notes for two... can't even... You know I'm nearsighted, right? Oh, that's true. You right. You right. <laughs> you right. Yeah. Okay, and I'm going to try and semi-breeze through this so it's not like five hours long. Okay. There was a lot to unpack, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that when I started. I've been there before. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we've all been there. I did Ted Bundy on my like solo podcast. And yes. Because like my friend Lindsay requested yeah. it. Yeah. And as soon as I started doing the notes, I was like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, there's so much shit to cover. <laughs> like Ted Bundy was a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. What? We have to introduce ourselves in our podcast. Oh yeah. Hey, let's not halfway through. <laughs> Like we used to do in the yeah. old days. In our first episode, I'm like, hey, hey, I know that you just went, but like, no one knows who the fuck we are, <laughs> which is kind of important. <laughs> anyway, right. this is Talia. This is Krista. Oh, yeah, and this is Death, Death Becomes, Becomes Us. <laughs> you guys thought we were gone, and we're not. Yeah. We just. What is dead may never die, and we're both dead inside. <laughs> truly. Truly. We just live really far apart from each other now. Yeah. And so it's hard to. Such a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, it's the biggest pain in the ass. <laughs> it honestly is. Anyway, so we haven't disappeared. We still love this. We just haven't had any time. Yeah. <sighs> Figure it out. And Ooh. it'll be epic. Yeah. 100. <laughs> okay. So, my topic today. Yes. I'm talking about Fred and Rosemary West. Okay. Do we know them? No. Okay. I don't know why. Not in that my, I believe. In my brain. I, not that I remember. <laughs> in my brain, I'm just like, Talia knows. <laughs> I know everything. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe once you get started, I'll like, maybe know who maybe. they are. Maybe. But that doesn't even necessarily mean that we've talked about them. Right. Like, on the podcast. I could just already know the case, which yeah. has happened before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's fine. I'm ready. Perfect. Tell me all the fucked up shit happening. It's a doozy. Okay. It's a dizzy. We'll start with Fred. Okay. His name is Frederick Walter Stephen West. Okay. And he was born September 29th in 1941, which, is it September 29th? Yes. Seriously? Yes! Oh my god. <laughs> so what anniversary is this? 
I don't math, so. <laughs> okay, well, hold on. What are the years? Um, September. He was born September 29th, 1941. 1941. And it is September 9th of 2019. 1941. So it's the 78th anniversary. 78th of his anniversary of his birth. birth. <laughs> his birthday. Yeah. Years ago. Do not happy birthday, Fred. Yeah, fuck you. I don't know why, but fuck you. <laughs> Definitely fuck you. <laughs> I'm ready to find out. I'm ready to be hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Too much? Too real? (laughs) Just enough. Okay, cool. He was born born at Bickerton Cottage in Herefordshire, England. I know I didn't pronounce that right. And if any English person listens to this podcast, I'm really sorry. Daniel, we're sorry. Sorry, Daniel. Um, (laughs) And Martin, we're sorry. And Martin, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Fred, of course, as per most bad people, (laughs) he had a horrible childhood. Oh, of course. Yes. He is the oldest of eight siblings, um, but only six of them make it to adulthood. It didn't really specify what happened to the others. I don't know where they went, but... They don't care about them. They didn't make it. (laughs) They're dead. (laughs) Yeah. So at a really young age, Fred's father tells him that incest is okay. Yeah. As you do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it comes out later that Fred's father has been, like, sexually assaulting, basically raping and molesting his younger sisters. Mm. Yeah. And it's also suspected that Fred's mother started abusing him Mm -hmm. when he turned 12. So it's like a chain reaction kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. One of Fred's brothers says that this is like a fantasy and it's not real, Mm -hmm. but I think it actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, my story has incest as well. Oh my god! <laughs> incest spectacular! <laughs> oh, what a bad time! What a horrible time! <laughs> Don't do that. Incest is bad. Oh my god, it's real bad. Unless you're a Lannister or Tigerian. Although it didn't end well, so no. I think it's still bad. It's still bad. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Despite all this, Fred and his mom are, like, really, really close, Mm -hmm. and he is her favorite child, by far. Uh, However, Fred is teased at school for his accent, Uh, and he's, like, labeled as, like, a country bumpkin kind of kid, and he's not very good-looking, and he dresses in a certain way. Like, they work on a farm, you know, like, so he gets teased a lot. He doesn't have many friends, that kind of childhood. Okay. We've all been there. Yeah. I've never (laughs) killed anyone. Same. (laughs) Therein lies the difference. 100%. Fred drops out of school at the age of 15. So 1956, he drops out of school and he goes to work on another farm as like a laborer. And then um, during his like next few years of his life, there is this youth club in a nearby city that he goes to all the time. And he is super aggressive with every female he comes in contact with. Oh, God. Like, he touches them inappropriately. He comes into their space. It's all unwanted attention, mm-hmm. and he doesn't give a fuck. Yikes. Like, it's all about him and what he wants. That's not you know? good. Right. That is not good. Right. Yeah. So. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, shortly after his 17th birthday, he gets a motorcycle. And now he's a cool kid. Right. <laughs> and immediately gets into a horrible accident. Now he's not a cool kid. He's right. a crippled kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's in a coma for seven days. Holy shit. He broke his arm, broke his leg, and has a fractured skull. And after this, one of his legs is always shorter than the other. Oh, Like, damn. it's permanent damage. And 
he's not a cool kid no more. Nope. That was a very short cool kid trial period, which he failed. 100%. (laughs) And he doesn't ever really recover from this mentally. Mm -hmm. Like, he is now a really angry person, and he's prone to fits of rage. He's super afraid of hospitals now. He did get a skull fracture, so. Right. There's probable brain damage. Yeah. Some, (laughs) right. Some screws loose up there. (laughs) Yeah. More screws loose. Absolutely. And then things get worse when, like, a year or two after that, um, he gropes this girl, and she gets mad, and she punches him in the face. Mm-hmm. Deserved. Down a fire escape. So oh. he falls down a fire escape two stories. Ouch. I mean, he deserves it, but ouch. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm... He's having the worst time, but he's also horrible. Yeah. It's hard to feel bad. <laughs> right, yeah. After that, we've reached 1961. His 13-year-old sister tells her parents that Fred has been raping her for a year now and got her pregnant. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Lovely. Right? Yep. But she never comes to full terms, so I don't know if the baby, if she, like, had an abortion or miscarried or what, but it's yeah. never, like... She just doesn't... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Ugh. Probably shouldn't. Right? <laughs> so, but um, when all this is going on, Fred gets arrested for some petty theft stuff, mm-hmm. and he it confesses to this, mm-hmm. and his response is, doesn't everybody do it? <laughs> no. Uh, no, Fred. <laughs> no. no we, we absolutely do not. <laughs> it's What bubble do you live in? It's fucking wild, is what it is. I'm sad. Oh, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. November of 1962, so basically a year later mm-hmm. after this whole event, Fred marries a woman named Reno Costello, and they had been acquaintances for a few years from the youth club. Like, they'd seen each other around, whatever. Uh, Reno is pregnant from a previous boyfriend, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people think that's why she married Fred so quickly, okay. but neither here nor there. Speculation. Right. And... Her previous boyfriend was Pakistani, and so the baby comes out mixed-race baby. Okay. And to get around that, Fred and Rena tell everybody that she miscarried, and then they adopted this child. (laughs) And everyone believes that? 100%. No, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, cool story, bro. Right. <laughs> right. Totally believable. No one pieced it together. (laughs) No one. No one. (laughs) Uh, They name her Charmaine. Sure, sure. Sure. Two years later, uh, Rena and Fred have a child of their own named Anna Marie, and um, Fred pretty much starts abusing the girls immediately. And it's like, yes, in- incestuous, like, molesting shit, not good, but also physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Like, he keeps, they have bunk beds. He keeps bars on the bunk bed so they can't get out of bed. Oh my so God. Yeah. And they're only allowed out when he has gone to work. That's fucked up. Prisoners in their own home. I know, right? Yep. Yeah, it's not great. Someone should push him down on fire escape. You know, right? <laughs> Again. <laughs> also, he is working as an ice cream driver right now, and I'm just not okay with that. Oh my god, are you serious? Oh yeah. So he's around children. All the time. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really <laughs> Uh So, Rena and Fred have a very tumultuous marriage, as one would expect. Mm-hmm. And it's full of affairs and domestic abuse and, like, other shit. Not Not great. It's very toxic, one might say. One might say. One could say. Yes. Surmise, perhaps. It's a fair observation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Eventually, Rena kind of just, like, 
splits and leaves mm -hmm. the girls with Fred. Oh no. Uh-huh. Why would she okay. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I've never understood mothers that can just like mm -hmm. peace out and leave their kids. Mm -hmm. Like Yeah. It's fucked up. Same. They, Same. You birthed it. I don't Okay. <laughs> I know. Carry on. I, yeah, I get it. Uh, around this time, there was a girl named Anne McFall, and she'd been living with them, kind of as like a nanny and like housekeeper and shit. Mm -hmm. um, but she falls in love with Fred. Why? I don't fucking know. One leg shorter than the other. What's uh, appealing? <laughs> <laughs> and the shortest of all is his tripod. <laughs> Truly. Oh God. Too much. <laughs> Just enough. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> He's—I don't know. He's kind of in this relationship with this girl who uh, she was 16 when she started like living with them. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Uh, July of 1967, at the age of 18, Anne McFall goes missing. Oh. She was eight months pregnant with Fred's child. And she goes missing. She's missing, by the way. Is Fred suspect or? Nope, because she was kind of a transient girl, like oh, runaway. God. So she's not really reported missing. It just kind of goes by the wayside. They move on with their lives. That's <sighs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now things... I'm upset, but <sighs> it's fine. <laughs> okay. So now things are gonna fucking escalate. Okay. Shit escalates. Yes. Fred meets his crazy fucking partner in crime, Rosemary Letts. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is 1969. It is right after Rosemary's 15th birthday. Huh. He likes him young. He does. It's upsetting. Oh, I hate oh, it. What is he now? Um, 1969? I don't know. It's a good question. I'm not good at math either. 41 is 69, <clears throat> so what, 20, no, 30? I don't math. I don't either. I can't even attempt. Someone probably just listened to me do that math and was like, she's fucking stupid. <laughs> so I don't even try. It's fine. But so just know he is def <laughs> he's definitely an older man at this point. Yes. And she is an, an is, underage girl. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, they immediately began a relationship. Mm -hmm. Gross. Uh, yes. And side note, so Rose's home life is extremely terrible as well. Her father frequently molests and rapes her. So she goes to a man who rapes his daughters. Yes. Smart. Right? Love it. <laughs> Wise I choices. Hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> Wise choices. Right. Um, and Rose's parents immediately like hate Fred mm -hmm. and don't approve of this relationship. Which just makes her be like, I love him. 100%. 100%. Uh, her dad like physically threatens Fred and is mm -hmm. like, if you don't stop dating my daughter, shit's gonna go down. Mm -hmm. And... That doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, they still see each other. Eh. They still have a relationship, uh, a physical one. Rosemary gets pregnant. Of course. Not long after. Good and God. Then, right. After she gets pregnant, her parents are like, you're never allowed here again. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't come home. She's like, oh, no, I'll just be with Fred. Ugh. She's real torn up about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so she gives birth to a girl. Lucky girl. Right. Lucky like, girl. It's, it's fucking insane the amount of daughters that spawn from this man. Has he had any sons? Not yet. They're all just girls. They're all girls. Well, maybe the ones that weren't born, but... That's true. That is true. They name her Heather Ann, and now Rose also takes over the role of mom to Charmaine and um, Anna Marie. Okay. Rose immediately starts, like, physically abusing the other two. So. Yes. Um, Anna Marie is 
more submissive mm-hmm. and like cries and asks her to stop and yeah and Rose likes that yeah Charmaine doesn't give a fuck like she never cries she never emotes she doesn't do jack shit yeah and it pisses Rose off mm-hmm. that she is like that yeah so Charmaine gets a lot more abuse Sad. because of it which leads us to Charmaine goes missing oh no yeah <sighs> uh huh not good. Not good. I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> a good stiff one. <laughs> Take it deep. <laughs> I'll do it on both of our behalf. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> August 1971, Rena is worried about her children's well-being, which I don't know why she left him in the first place, but whatever. Uh, but now she cares. Now she cares. She gets Fred's address and goes to confront him. Mm-hmm. Rena goes missing. Oh. <laughs> What a surprise. It's buck wild. <laughs> Full roar. <laughs> uh, January of 1972, so just like a few months after that, Rose and Fred are officially married. How exciting. I love that for them. Nuptials. <laughs> <laughs> they buy a house, uh, 25 Cromwell Street, and it's a three-story kind of little house. Mm-hmm. You know, you know they're all stacked close together in oh, England. Yeah. 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 Three stories. And they rent out the upper rooms to anybody, basically. People passing by, more transient people. Mm. Um, I think I see where this is going. Yes. Also, Rose, who is a very promiscuous woman, uh, begins to prostitute herself out. How exciting. Using those rooms. A little side income. A side income. Yes. She's a businesswoman. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, She also gives birth to her second child of Fred's named May June. Mm -hmm. Oh, so when she's prostituting herself, Fred is like all aboard this train. Like her prostituting herself? Yes. Yeah. Uh, They frequently have threesomes with girls mostly. Mm -hmm. So it's like Fred, Rose, and a girl. Mm -hmm. There are voyeur holes so fred can watch whatever rose is doing and rose also loves that like they are like feeding off of each other in the worst way yes rose takes great joy in pushing women too far so she starts to abuse them in ways that they're not comfortable with yeah and like all sorts of bdsm stuff that's not what i would call bdsm yeah that's like crossing the boundaries. Yeah. Into just and just being up. a fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Rose likes to call it breaking her participant. That's not nice. Right. right? Don't love it. <laughs> uh, they also start to collect porn, and the porn includes child abuse and bestiality. Gross. Double gross. I'm so I can't. It's just so uh, you know. Yeah. 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 Especially because like, is it? porn with them there's some so of like them as is it well. like them doing bestiality films and then they're like having sex with other people yes there's some of Gross. that 100 percent. that is so nasty yeah it's real bad it's real bad <laughs> jesus christ okay <laughs> so eventually it gets back to rose's dad that this is what she's doing uh-huh. so he fucking becomes a customer because oh remember he did that to rose when she was younger mm-hmm. and lives yep Keeping it in the fam. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's too much. Right? It's too much. So that same year, 1972, 
there's a girl, 17-year-old Carolyn Owens. She comes to live at 25 Cromwell Street for a short period of time. Okay. She, she goes missing? Oh, okay. Carolyn. Plot twist. She doesn't go missing. Thank God. <laughs> However, um, she's beaten in numerous ways. Oh, my goodness. And is held captive when she tells them she planned to leave. Because she was just passing through and was just renting a room and was just like, okay, I'm going to go. And they were like, oh, are you, though? And they... I can't. They beat her in a lot of ways. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Yeah. They smother her with a pillow. They whip her. She has all these bruises and welts all over her body. Uh, eventually, though, she escapes and she gets home. Girl, get it. Right? <gasps> and she tells her mom everything that happens. That's quite the uh, I survived story. <laughs> Dude. Right? Um, the police are notified that this happened and the case is about to go to court but Carolyn cannot bring herself to testify. Like she does not want to go up on the stand and testify yeah. to everything that happened to her. She's scared and mm-hmm. traumatized. Yeah. Which is 100%, understandable. 100%. So the charges are dropped. Oh, no. Because she doesn't testify. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So the Wests are fine. They don't go to prison. They are fined $50 each and walk out of the 50 court. bucks. Yes. And they walk out. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So Carolyn attempts suicide after she hears that. She's yeah. okay. She survived, but... Thank God. Again. Poor girl. She survived a second time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The timeline for this is kind of... I'm sorry. It's kind of wonky because a lot happens. Yeah, it's okay. Like I said, there's a lot to unpack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to, like... Condense. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, I get it. By 1983, Rose has given birth to eight children... Are they all females? I don't think all of them are female. Wow. No, but but a lot of them are. Yeah. There's only ever one son. Eight, though? Mentioned. Holy shit. Three of them are from clients. They're not even Fred's kids. See, I was going to ask, mm-hmm. like, obviously yeah. she's having sex with all these people. Right. Like, not all the kids are going to be no, his. No, they're not. So the boys are probably other people's. Probably. Because he seems <laughs> to only be able to father ch- girls. Girls. Right. <laughs> well, there's only ever one boy mentioned. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they had more, but there's only one that... This one's got off lucky. Right. (laughs) And so the kids have just the hellish life, like Mm -hmm. the most hellish life. Um, Sad. Yeah. So between the years of 1972 and 1992, a lot of them were admitted to emergency rooms over 31 times. It never goes to social services and no one's ever like So they're just like notifying the shit out of these kids. Yes. In horrible ways and raping them and molesting them. Jeez. And yeah. Yeah. How could you do that to your own kids? Right. I don't get it. Right. I just don't get it's it. It's insane. Well, and Rose apparently is the more, vi- I don't even want to say violent one, but more violent one. Yeah. Fred is the one that molests and rapes the girls. Mm-hmm. Rose fucking beats everybody. She's just more like yeah. sadistic and violent. Yes, yes. And there's even... Either way, that sucks. Like you Right? You want to beat the shit out of by your mom. Right? <laughs> it's... I... Yeah, I don't know how it, I I wouldn't have made it. <laughs> right. And there's even times where Rose goes after Fred. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a story that one time Rose was chasing Fred through the house with a knife. <laughs> and Fred manages to get into a room and shut the door. And she pulls a shining and shoves the knife through the door. <laughs> she should have stabbed him in the neck. You I know. It. I know. Uh, but her hand slips along the blade and Oof. she nearly cuts off all of her fingers. Oof. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, and then she's like, "Fred, this is your fault. Take me to the hospital." Dumb bitch. I can't. No, that's your penance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So their oldest daughter 
minus Charmaine, mm -hmm. is Anna Marie, right? Right. Um, when she turns 13, Rose starts prostituting her out as well. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh-huh. I don't like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Same. This is horrible all Same. around. Well, and it's just I I can't imagine like them getting away with it for so long, mm -hmm. and just the amount of rage and abuse. It's just wild to oh, me. Oh yeah, it's insane. Like so many kids and so many strangers. And mm -hmm. just... Meanwhile, during all this time, Heather and June or May June mm -hmm. are frequently raped by Fred. Um, and Heather is really, really affected by it. Like, mm -hmm. she gets really upset, and she's, like, not having the best time, mm -hmm. which I don't blame her. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, Heather confides in a close school friend about everything that's happening, mm -hmm. and the friend tells her parents, and the parents tell Fred and Rose. Oh, God. 1987, Heather's siblings all go off to school in the morning, and when they get home, Heather is missing! How many people can you make go missing before they catch on to you? I don't... <laughs> apparently, huh, we're up to three, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's the limit? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, three is not the charm this time. Well, I just don't understand, like, wouldn't... Did these kids not go to school or anything like that? No, they did. So, so like, wouldn't these so kids the, have been reported missing and then, like, they would have been investigated? You would think, what is happening? I don't know. So Negligence. Y right. <laughs> well, and for Heather, so the West come up with a lot of excuses for why she's gone. Mm -hmm. They have a ton of different stories. Like, one of them is that she, like, went off with a lesbian lover. Because oh, there was all this underlying stuff that that's why Heather was weird. Was because she was Because she was, yeah, oh, a lesbian. Geez. That's so dumb. Yeah, so that was one of the stories. Um, one of them is just that she ran away. Um, they said that she was involved with like a drug cartel or anything involved with, truth. yeah, or involved anything with like credit truth. card fraud or something. Yeah, yeah, anything else. They just said whatever the fuck to. Jeez. Oh, yeah, it's really upsetting. Yeah. Eventually, um, however, Fred and Rose start to threaten the other children by saying that they would quote end up under the patio like Heather. <gasps> no. So they're just fucking threatening their kids like that. I can't. Porpoise. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, so they kind of like that. Right, so they hold it over their kids' heads so that the kids never tell anybody anything about what's going on at the house. And they just continue to and be just, abused and molested. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. So skip forward a few years, 1992. 13-year-old Louise is raped and sodomized by Fred Ugh. with glass bottles. What? Yep. Why? I don't know. I need answers. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Don't present me with all this information and <laughs> oh. not give me answers. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing it's my best. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> uh, Louise is like, I can't take it. And yeah. so she tells a friend. Like, she can't keep it a secret, so she tells a friend. And the friend, friend tells her parents. mother, yep. Her and the mother goes to the cops because she's smart. Thank God. Right? Finally. Right? <laughs> the mom is like, oh, no, no. Um, the cops is good. Yep. Going straight to yeah. the people that are being accused of doing fucked up shit is bad. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. So the cops go and they begin an investigation into all the allegations of rape and abuse and all that shit. Mm -hmm. The only problem is, is that... They, um, Anna Marie is kind of also 
in on these allegations, right? So, mm-hmm. so Anna Marie and Louise have to testify against their parents okay. in order for this case to really go forward, mm-hmm. which they don't. <laughs> they don't? They don't. They don't testify against their father, so the case doesn't go anywhere. However, okay. the police are now suspicious. Okay, finally. They're suspicious of things about that house. Finally, some suspicion on these shitty fucking people. And meanwhile, Anna Marie is like, just a reminder that, like, my sister Charmaine and my mom, Rena, are missing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, they are still missing people. And like, hey, maybe uh, and Heather, maybe, they're like, hey, take care of that, right? Maybe like you should be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So the police spend a couple years gathering information and getting a search warrant. Okay. For the house, mm-hmm. uh, February twenty fourth, nineteen ninety four, the police are finally granted a search warrant to excavate the Cromwell house, in the sole purpose for like finding Heather's remains. Okay. It's been <laughs> assumed that that's. But that's what's happening. That's what's happening. She's buried under the porch. Yeah. Right. Fred meets the police at the house and mm-hmm. just confesses to everything and is like... He's like, I'm boned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he... I'm boned. Well, it. I say, he doesn't confess to everything. He confesses to Heather's murder. Okay. And is like, take me away. Mm-hmm. And so they take him to the station and he tells them where Heather's body is buried. However, the police had been excavating the backyard and they had found another body. <laughs> And Fred is like, what? No, don't worry about it. That's nothing. <laughs> that's uh, old. That's before I got here, before my time. Yeah. Not my body. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's like, don't look there. <laughs> I didn't say that's where the body was. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So the police have basically found a mass grave in the shit. backyard. And just bodies. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's wild. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> Through all of this, Fred is like, it was me. Rose didn't know anything. She's not a part of this. All this stuff. Like, she's blah, innocent. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he's also they trying... to both burn in hell. <laughs> 100%. He's also trying to, like, make it out that he did this a, a long time ago. Uh-huh. That they're not recent. Okay, sure. DNA. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the police are like, oh, I don't think so, Fred. Yeah. Like... Bitch, nah. Yeah. Bitch, nah. <laughs> and Rose and Fred are jointly charged with five counts of murder at this Yay. point in time. Okay. Bless. Yeah, it's something. It's Fucking better than bless. nothing. It's yes. better than cases dropped. Yes. I don't know exactly how the justice system works. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it works differently in the UK or... Uh, I, no I don't know anything. But my resources, my research... Um, said that they went before a magistrate's court and that Fred was then charged with 11 counts of murder and Rose with 10. Okay. I don't know how that got got, got added on. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how that works, but here we are. Okay. And then in the courtroom, Fred is, like, trying to touch Rose, mm-hmm. and she is, like, not about it. Mm-hmm. She pretty much rejects him entirely. Yeah. And won't talk to him, won't do anything, won't look at him. And he keeps writing her all these letters, and she won't answer any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Fred gets pissed off, and then is like, you know what? Rose did all this shit. Oh, sh- <laughs> he's like, not keeping yeah, quiet no, anymore. No, he takes it all back, and he's yeah. like, she did A, B, and C. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's yep. what she did. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> and he fucking throws her under the bus. I would, too. January 1st, 1995, Fred hangs himself in his jail cell. 
Okay, good. Before Bye. can... Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> okay, bye. And then the trial starts in February with Rose, and she pleads not guilty Please. to all charges. Please. Right? Please. Yeah. Uh, in November, the jury unanimously finds Rose guilty for all ten murders. Fuck yeah! Bless. Justice system work! Bless. <laughs> she's sentenced to life in prison without possibility of parole. Thank God. And she's still in prison to this day. Good. She continues to maintain her innocence. She's a liar. And then here's like the timeline of murders. Okay. Okay. Aside the ones we've already mentioned, right? Yes. There are many more. So these are the bodies that were found at the residence. Like the mass grave? Yes. Okay. So in 1973, 19-year-old Linda Goh, 15-year-old Carol Ann Cooper, 21-year-old Lucy Partington, 1974, 21-year-old Therese uh, Sangenthaler, 15-year-old Shirley Hubbard, in 1975, 18-year-old Juanita Mott, 1978, 18-year-old Shirley Robinson, 1979, 16-year-old Allison Chambers. Dang. So they all went into that house and never came out. They were all Dang. in the mass grave. A lot of their, um, you could tell the bodies had been like mutilated, cut up. A mm. lot of them were missing fingers and trophies, probably. probably. And it seemed to escalate with each murder. Okay. Like the mutilation got worse and more brutal. And oh. like, um, oh, I forgot to mention when Fred is in jail and he's confessing to some shit, mm-hmm. he tells them where. Um, Anne McCall's body is found. If you remember that girl that was eight months pregnant and went missing. Yes. He tells them where her body is. So she is, her body is finally found then. I mean, that must be simultaneously like so nice and so shitty Mm -hmm. for like the family. Right. When you find out your daughter that's been missing is like finally, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you have answers. Like it sucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Well, and there's, there's a lot more too. I just like, cause a lot of, not a lot, a couple of the kids have written books mm-hmm. about their experiences and like surviving all that shit it's now just... we just gotta wait and see if they're fucked up <laughs> <laughs> right well and there's other stuff with the family so like fred's younger brother after fred dies and like rose goes to trial he hung himself mm-hmm. in his garage because he had also been raping girls underage girls oh, so like no. he, he did that shit um one the only son that they mention mm-hmm. is steven and he was arrested for um, sex with a minor, like a 14-year-old girl. And so, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of other stuff involved, but it's just insane. It's just a whole, like, <sighs> long family line of yeah, fucked up people. It is. Because, like, every one of those kids was abused in some way or another, I guarantee it. Oh, absolutely. Like, even the boys. Because mm-hmm. it, it seemed like it was just, like, women, but I bet the sons went right. through some shit. Well, too. and Fred told his son, Stephen, that he had to have sex with his mom by the time he was 17. What? I don't know. So there's so much oh shit. I was like, God. I was like, how do I, I don't, I don't, I don't, what? <laughs> It was wild. It's so, and so sad. Yeah. Like. That's so awesome. So that's Fred <laughs> and Rosemary West. <laughs> we definitely got real dark. What a time. What a time. Yeah. Well, and apparently Rosemary started like appealing her sentencing pretty mm-hmm. early on. And eventually the, I don't know if it was a judge or somebody, they put like a tariff on her. Okay. So that like she can't appeal shit yeah. anymore. They're just like, no. No. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No <Have> shit. <laughs> You stay there and serve your sentence. Yeah. You fucking psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's wild. She's 65, by the way. That's it? Yeah. So. Wow. 
pretty heavy. It really Here is. Here we are. God damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just like, let's see if we can get as dark as possible. As possible, as quickly as we can. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my Ooh, god. Is that your hip? Yeah. Are you okay? I feel like I'm 106 years old. Honestly, it's my whole life. <laughs> so you're right. You know, I go to bed at Relatable. like nine. And I remember like that one time I texted you and I was like, did I miss the did cutoff? Miss the cutoff? <laughs> it was like 9.30. I was like, is she still awake or did she pass out? <laughs> hey, I'm not judging. <laughs> I mean, you know, I get it. To each their own, yeah. right? You get tired when you get tired, you know? Yes. <laughs> and I'm always tired. Me too. <laughs> In every way. Ugh. All right, Truly. so... I'm ready! Let's see. My sweet angel. I did try really hard to keep this semi-short. Succinct. Yeah, I feel like I did pretty good. Good. Yeah. Good. So, what I am doing today is... And I'm going to have to also apologize in advance to everyone because my case... Yeah. ...that I've decided to talk about mm-hmm. takes place in Germany. So. Oh, so our name issue is going to come up here <laughs> yes. where we can't Pronunciation say, issues. We can't say shit. I apologize in advance. I need to get my coworker Pauline on this. <laughs> Pauline! Pauline! Help! Help! <laughs> her, um, her parents are from Germany. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It could help out. Well, I mean... I feel like I'll do okay for the most part, but I can, I already know there's a few things that I'm going to be like, uh, oh. (laughs) What I'm doing is the, see, it's already a German word. (laughs) Hinterfeck? Okay. I don't know. No? Sure. No familiarity? It doesn't sound familiar to me. Hinter, hinterkaifeck. Hinterkaifeck. Okay. (sighs) Hinterkaifeck. My body is ready. Prepare yourself. I'm spooked. I don't think my case has many murders as yours. That's okay. But that's fine. <laughs> we'll scale it back a bit. Okay. We need to end on a lighter note. Yes. Maybe it's a good thing I went second. <laughs> so, the Hinterkaifeck farmstead was a lonesome place. It's a farm. We're in trouble. It's a farmstead. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, it's located near the woods outside Bavarian town Groburn. About an hour's drive from Munich mm-hmm. and half a mile behind Hinter or the town of Kaifek. So, okay. Hinter Kaifek. Got it, got it. So, it was the home of 35 year old Victoria Gabriel and her two children, seven year old Kazelia, which is kind of a cool name. That's adorable. And then two year old Yosef. Yosef? Uh-huh. Joseph? I'm yeah. going to assume Yosef. Yeah. As well as her elderly parents, Andreas and her mother, also named Kazelia. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. The mom is 72. Well, the grandmother. Yes. Grandmother's grandmother. 72. Yeah. Her dad's 63. And then, yeah, the two kids and yes. 35-year-old Victoria. Got so, it. The family was known for keeping to themselves and were pretty disliked throughout the community. Most people didn't didn't care okay. for them. Didn't okay. Didn't really want them around. <laughs> um, still, the neighbors grew concerned on April 1st, 1922. So we're taking it way oh, back. Oh, way back. Okay. When Kazelia missed school and the entire family failed to show up to their church service where Victoria oh. spoke, or not spoke, uh, sang in the choir. Oh, okay. So they were like, hey, kind of suspect. Yeah. Like, even though they didn't really care about this family. They're still nice people. Not the family, yeah. I mean, the community is still like, we don't like yeah. you, but we care. We don't like <laughs> you, but where are you? <laughs> Gotta do your part, you know. Anyways, so Kazelia. You made a commitment. <laughs> you said you would sing for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you can't break a promise to the Lord. Please. <laughs> it's 
Do you real? <laughs> I certainly never have. <laughs> Same. Cazelia <laughs> missed school again on April 3rd, and by then, the mail for the family was just, like, starting to pile up mm-hmm. at the post office. Yeah. Like, no one was picking up their mm-hmm. mail. Mm-hmm. So on April 4th, the family's neighbors decided to investigate. Okay. Lawrence Schittenbauer. Okay. A farmer who lived nearby, he started up a search party okay. and went over to the residence to see what was going on. And it was not good. Well. <laughs> it was not. Assumed. Not ideal. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> the brutally battered bodies of Andreas and Cazelia Sr. Okay. So the grandparents. Yes. As well as Victoria and their granddaughter, little Cazelia. <laughs> were discovered in the barn. (laughs) You're like, no. (laughs) After the murders took place, the perpetrators stacked the family's bodies on top of each other, just like stacked them, and then tried to cover them up with a bunch of hay. Okay. From the barn. Sure. Which is just like, Uh not very, doesn't really do the job. No. The bodies of Yosef, the Mm two-year-old, as well as the maid, her name is Maria Baumgartner. And it was her first day on the job. Oh, Maria. Sweet Maria. Sweet. Angel. Yeah, it was her first day on the job. What a time. A horrible time. A horrible, horrible <laughs> The most horrible time. time. What worse luck did you have? <laughs> I got a new job, Mom. It's going to pay great. I'll talk to you after work. Oh, that Woof. wounds me. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the worst. I hope if I ever get murdered, it's at least it the beginning of the work day. Oh, So I don't yeah. have to go to work So you don't first. have to have worked the whole day <laughs> yeah. and then get murdered at the end. That would be such a waste. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, so it's her first day on the job. They they had a, a maid previously, mm-hmm. but she quit because she thought that the whole property was haunted. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll get, we'll get into that. Okay. There's a whole thing about that. Okay. So Maria See, and... See, the smart people make it. Yes. She's like, this she was like, there's spooks. I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> I don't do spooks. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't really blame her. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in that shit. Truly. But if I got a job and it was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm out. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the body of Maria and two-year-old Yosef are found inside the house. Consequently, investigators concluded the killer probably lured the four victims out to the barn Mm. uh, and killed them one at a time. And then, so he used a mattock, mattock, which is, it's basically a pickaxe. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's a, it's a farming tool. Yeah. So he used a mattock. Real hands-on. Very (laughs) hands-on. It's not, it's not a a nice, quick and easy way to... Mm kill a family of five, five and a maid and a maid it could have like there's also some speculation on like whether or not he lured them out one by one or uh, if the girls were out in the barn and then uh-huh. someone came out like looking for them yeah or, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. just one by right. one people came out for like their own to reasons. see what was going on yeah yeah so yeah. it's not i mean who knows in any situation who knows but <laughs> yeah investigators discovered young Cazelia, the littlest yes. the granddaughter yes she had clumps of hair in her hands and bald patches on her head they assumed she had been like bludgeoned and then she didn't she wasn't fatally injured and she just like pulled hair out of her own head because she had clumps of her Ugh. own hair in her hands Ugh. so they think she just pulled her own hair out while she was dying oh my 
which is so sad. Oh, honestly. Woof. So it says the authorities theorized the little girl probably didn't die right away from her injuries, but she may have been tearing out her own hair as she laid terrified and dying with the bodies of her Everybody grandparents else. and yeah. her mom. Yeah. Like, Ugh. for who knows how long. Oh. Like, probably hours, which is Don't like honestly that. so sad. It's been nearly 100 years since this case. Dozens of people have been arrested as suspects in the crime, but no one has ever been found guilty. <gasps> so it's actually the, the Hinterkaifeck murders remain one of Germany's eeriest and most famous unsolved, unsolved. cases. Unsolved. Like, they don't actually know uh-huh. who did it. So surprise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no perpetrator. <laughs> Just speculation. All right. I love a good speculation. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's <laughs> why we do this. Right? <laughs> or like, she did it. <laughs> or she didn't do it. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Speculation. <sighs> the reports from the family's autopsies conducted by court physician Dr. Johann Baptist Amulier. Amulier. Mm-hmm. There's things. Umlaus. Yes, yes. Umlaus. Mm-hmm. So they paint a horrifying picture of the family's like injuries. Okay. So the elder Kazelia showed signs of strangulation and she had seven blows to the head, which left her skull cracked. The face of her husband, Andreas, was caked with blood, and his cheekbones were protruding through his flesh. Ah! So he was just, like... Beaten to hell. Beaten severely. Victoria's skull was also smashed, and her sh- her head showed nine star-shaped wounds at the right side of her face that had been hit with a blunt object. So, <gasps> the, the pickaxe. Oh, the pickaxe. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the younger Cazelia's lower jaw had been shattered, and her face and her neck were covered in gaping wounds. Ugh. So. Jesus Christ. Lots of bludgeoning and, and much violence. Yeah. And not goodness. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> we're both going to need to drink some holy water when this episode yes. is over. Yes. Cleanse our souls. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need some cocoa and a bath. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> While the elder Cazelia, Andreas, and Victoria likely died instantly from expertly delivered blows from the mattock, which is, for the record, a pickaxe-like tool used for digging and chopping. So that's what it is. All right. Just not bodies, but that's what they used it for. Yeah. So this is the the part about how younger Cazelia likely remained alive Mm -hmm. for hours, Mm -hmm. like, after she was bludgeoned. Doing who knows what. Pulling out her own hair. Don't like it. Inside the farmhouse, little Josef and maid Maria Barmgartner mm-hmm. had met a similar fate, obviously. Maria was killed by crosswise blows to the head in her chambers, and Josef with a heavy blow to the uh, to his face in his cot in Victoria's room. Because he was only two. He was just a... Probably schnoozing. He was a baby baby. Yeah. Oh. Probably schnoozing. Oh. Uh, like the bodies in the barn, these bodies were also covered. Maria's body was covered with sheets from her bed, and Yosef was covered with one of his mother's dresses, just, like, thrown over uh-huh. his ass in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's all dark. It's Jesus. all horrible. Woof. Woof, indeed. <laughs> so, the farm animals, as well as a Pomeranian watchdog, which I think is the most hilarious statement <laughs> ever, do barking rats count as watchdogs? No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they, they don't. don't. The only thing they will do is notify you that there's something amiss. There is amiss. something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Other they than won't that, actually do anything. Yeah. yeah. No. So, yeah, the watchdog and the farm animals were unharmed. And it actually Interesting. had appeared that they had been taken care of. 
like, oh, fed and yeah. like cared for. Water. And in the several days that passed between when the accidents oh, actually happened uh-huh. and when the bodies were discovered. Were found, right. Because had, some time had passed. Yeah, there were at least like, I think three or four days in mm-hmm. between like when the crimes took place mm-hmm. and when the bodies were found. Uh-huh. And the whole time the farm animals were like, Chilling. Cared for. Living their best life. Yeah. They were, they didn't care. <laughs> it's like when management comes in. Yeah. It just replaces your manager. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Right. You just go with it. Go with it. Oh my God. <laughs> You're like, too real? <laughs> All right. <laughs> police, 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 the police initially suspected vagrants or other traveling men of ill repute, hmm. but tossed out this theory after they realized that the large sums of money that were throughout the house were untouched. Untouched. Mm. They didn't they didn't take them. Suspicious. Yeah, so it's like if you're a vagrant or someone who's just I'm gonna murder this family, it's like you're probably gonna loot the place 100%. as well. You're not just gonna Odds are. <laughs> yeah. So besides the bodies and the hay and bed sheets that were used to cover them, nothing else in the house had been disturbed. Okay. It's just yeah. families were murdered and and that was it. Though it was clear that the killer remained at the farm for several days, feeding the animals, eating meals, and lighting fires in the hearth. Because the neighbors recall seeing plumes of smoke uh-huh. and yeah. it seemed like there were people. People there. home. So yeah. Someone was there. <sighs> yeah. When the police questioned the former maid about her belief that the property was haunted, as uh-huh. I mentioned earlier, yes, yes. she said that she had come to the conclusion after constantly hearing sounds in the attic and hearing disembodied footsteps and experiencing an unsettling feeling of always being watched. Oh, I hate it. I know. Oh, <laughs> I just know there's somebody living in the attic. <laughs> Krista is cocooned within her sweater. It's fine. Oh, I like it. It's like both of our stories are fucked up, but like in totally different, different ways. ways. I never, I just don't think I want an attic in my future. Right? There's too much Any that comes with it. Any of those things with the like pull ropes yeah. where there's like stairs. It's uh-huh. like, no. I'll don't, pass. Can we nail it shut before we move in? Maybe yeah. put some cement. Like, yeah, I'll just cut off the top of the house. I don't need it. <laughs> Put a new roof. That's fine. <laughs> Reroof that shit. I don't need an attic. <laughs> no one needs an attic. <laughs> can't fit into the storage shed. I don't want it. Agreed. Agreed. So much agreed. Oh. <laughs> Andreas, the father, yes. the elderly father, he right. had not believed the maid when she said that the property was haunted. Yeah. He, But he did confide in the neighbors about some strange happenings in the days occurred oh, before the murders. Right before the so... For one, he found a random newspaper on his front porch. Okay. And he didn't, like, subscribe to the newspaper um, or... And yeah. it wasn't, like, today where, like, you know, Herald Journal comes and just, like... Right, they give you... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was back in the day. Right, 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 right. So, and there was also a set of footprints or footsteps yeah. in, like, pristine white snow leading uh-huh. directly to the property. Uh-huh. But there weren't any that led... Away from the property. Oh, so they were there somewhere in there. They were just like in nice brand new snow, just yeah. like one set of footprints that went to the house. To the house. And then, I from my understanding, Andreas went around and didn't see any leading that away. went in the other direction. And uh-huh. he was just like, what in the actual fuck? <laughs> you know, Same which, Andreas. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody at, at, at Hinterkaifeck knew who the footsteps belong to, yeah. like, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. And then to make matters even stranger, 
one of the family's two keys to the house suddenly disappeared. Ugh. Like they couldn't find, find the it. second key. It's uh-huh. just up and misplaced, up and up and gone. Oh, Combined with the footsteps from the woods, uh, sounds in the attic, smoking chimney, etc. Yeah. In the fo- uh, days following the crime, odd details painted a horrifying picture of a ruthless intruder who may have taken up residence at the house prior to the before murders. they got. That's what I think. Right. Exactly. They just made themselves at home. Mm-hmm. So it it basically says that it's suspected that the killer or multiple killers. Yeah. Probably hid out at the farm for some time. Yeah. Before like. Ugh. Um, Ugh. And. At one point, when Andreas was going around asking his neighbors and stuff about yeah. the newspaper or whatever, yeah. one of his neighbors offered him a gun to uh-huh. protect his family, and uh-huh. he declined. He was like, no thanks, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it oh, would have helped, though. Like, I don't know. If they if he would have had Maybe. a chance to use it at all. Did he decline because he already had guns? Or? Seems likely. If you like live on a farm... Instead, yeah. homestead. You think you would think at the, you would at the very one. least you would have a gun for predators and like a stock. Yeah, right. I would assume like a fox, especially or... back then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he he denied or he said yeah. And interesting. Then there was also I think from my understanding Andreas also heard footsteps in the attic. Yeah, but he searched the property and he didn't find anybody. Uh-huh. So good hiders or actual I... ghosts. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just the first one. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Suspicion eventually settled on several men that were connected into the family, in part because of some domestic turbulence at the farm. Oh, boy. Nobody is surprised. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is where incest comes Right. In. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I remember you saying incest. <laughs> there is. There is incest and some drama, you know. And here we are. No one likes these people, but... But still. Some of them still want to fuck them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> Victoria, the daughter with the two yes. kids, she was a widow whose husband had died in World War One, and the parentage of her son, Yosef, remains a mystery to this day. Okay. So. All right. You know. Got it. Um, so, she had a relationship with Lawrence Schlittenbauer. Okay. The neighbor who rallied the search party. Okay, okay. Came yes. over to the property. Yes. And both had publicly referred to Yosef as their child. So oh. that's a possibility. Damn. They planned to get married until Andreas, her father, mm-hmm. interfered and ended their relationship. Lawrence eventually married someone else, though he and his wife um, welcomed a baby. It tragically died a few weeks later. Ugh. Brutal. Yep. Not um, having a good time? No. Not having a good time at all. <laughs> These people are not living their best lives. <laughs> On this farm or otherwise. (laughs) Exactly. While unexplained footprints and missing keys are somewhat frightening, they're nowhere near as disturbing as the alleged incestuous relationship between Andreas Gruber and his daughter Victoria. Which, gross. 100%. Gross. Super gross. (laughs) Victoria, apparently, seven years before the Hinterkaifeck murders took place, Andreas and Victoria were both convicted of incest. Oh, damn. In 1915. So they not only were alleged, but they were supposedly convicted. Uh And she served one month in jail for the crime, which I think is kind of fucked up because it was probably forced. But I mean, I don't don't know for sure. Right. Usually. Odds are. Coerced or forced. Right. And her father. Especially if she was a lot younger. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Which I don't actually, I don't have a, like, age or yeah, anything, yeah. but. So she served the one month and her father was sent away for a year. Okay. So they separated them. Yeah. But, well, <laughs> which is, like, 
no. <laughs> you go over here. You stay here. <laughs> I feel like that's not enough. <laughs> Weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> While many people believed Victoria's two-year-old son, Yosef, was the child of Lorenz uh, Schlittenbauer, yeah. the neighbor. It was um, probably. Some of the Gruber's neighbors believed that the child was the product of Andreas and Victoria's Victoria. incestuous relationship. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. Yosef might have actually been uh, her dad's son, Ugh. which would imply that they had continued to have their incestuous yeah. relationship after they served their right. their sentence. Which, But to this day, it's not actually proven mm-hmm. if it was the yeah. neighbor or the yeah. father. Yeah. Woof. yep the police zeroed in on Lawrence as a suspect they theorized that he was traumatized by the death of his baby with his new wife Mm. and that he was unwilling to pay child support for yosef Mm -hmm. who like i mean to be fair wasn't even publicly claimed as his his child child. yeah yes he had come uh, they claimed that he had come to the farm located only a few hundred yards from his own because he was a neighbor and murdered victoria and her family and the theory was was excuse me, boistered by the fact that uh, those with him during the initial investigation had thought that he was acting suspiciously. Oh, uh-huh. He just was like, we're going to go storm the farm. Yeah. But then they said that he acted really nonchalant uh-huh. while he was on the farm and yeah. that he wasn't really disgusted by the bodies. And oh. at one point he had like started to unstack the bodies in the ah. barn and they were like, what are you doing? It's a crime scene. <laughs> Sir. You can't touch those. <laughs> Like, no. Also, it was suspicious that he seemed to have a pretty good feel for yeah. the whole farm in general. Yeah. Like he had yeah. he knew his way around uh-huh. and where to go. Yeah. And I think so I did kinda listen to another podcast that talked yeah. about this yeah. and they said something about him having uh, the little pom- Pomeranian watchdog oh, yeah. was barking at him uh-huh. while this like investigation was taking place and uh-huh. he was like, Oh, it's because I have blood on my pants. Uh-huh. So it's like suspicious, suspect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all kind of strange. Anyway, yes, all strange. Exactly. So the police questioned Lawrence extensively, but were unable to con- conclusively. There we go. Place him <laughs> at the crime scene. His behavior could explained by could be explained by shock. They reasoned, yeah. and um, his knowledge of the farm could have been explained away by his relationship with Victoria. Or, yeah, like so they like, were in a relationship, and he was yeah. over there before. Yeah, if he was like sneaking around with her, yeah. or spending yeah. time with her in any way, like yeah. Yeah. She, he would have been there. Plus, he was a neighbor. Yes. So, I mean... Yes. Um, with Lauren's eliminated, police considered Victoria's husband, Carl Gabriel, as a suspect, theorizing that he had come back from the war and killed them. But the theory didn't last, lo- last long because they soon discovered that Carl had been reported slain in France almost a decade before with many of his fellow soldiers attesting to have seen him died. Oh, okay. So there yeah, was yeah. this, like, rumor going around that he had her actually husband died was in the war. reported killed in action, uh-huh. but he didn't actually die, and then yeah. when he found out she had a relationship, he, like, lost his shit. Killed everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a bunch of people in his... Company. Yeah, yeah. That, that were like, no, he died. Yeah. Like, we saw him die. Yeah. So that one was yeah. thrown out. Okay. Which, I mean, it's easy for people to be like, oh, it was this crazy thing. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> He did. Y'all, can we not? (laughs) Don't be so extra. (laughs) Another theory they floated at the time was that Yosef was actually the child of Victoria and her father, Andreas, which we talked about. Yes. And that one of them had killed the entire family before turning them out on themselves. themselves. So like a murder-suicide kind of Uh thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Andrea's proclivities for incest and abuse were frequently discussed by the neighboring towns. Yeah. So everyone was like, yeah, she sleeps with her dad, and it's not not good. <laughs> and supposedly, Andreas had other children with Cazelia besides Victoria, but Victoria was the only one that survived into adulthood. Oh, okay. Because it was, that was another thing, was it was actually well known throughout the community that Andreas was an abusive person yeah. towards his family. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's rumored that they had other children... Cazelia and Andreas, but Victoria's mm-hmm. the only one that survived Made it. his abuse. Wicked abuse, uh-huh. yeah. Ugh. Which is just so sad. so sad. It's more of the same fucked up shit. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. But none of the injuries on any of the bodies could really be explained as self-inflicted. Yeah. So, like... See, that's a hard one. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really... The, the murder-suicide thing didn't really pan out. Yeah, no. Because... They basically had a pretty good idea that it had to be someone that didn't live there that committed the murders. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing that could be stated with any degree of certainty was that the crimes had been committed by someone who knew their way around the farm. Yes. As evidenced by the fact that they continued to upkeep the property and feed the uh-huh. animals. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. live in the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, their expert wielding of the matter. Uh, yes, yeah. The brutality of the murders suggested that they had been committed by someone with a personal vendetta against one or several of the people in the Gruber family. Mm. So, it's like, yes. Yeah. Probably not randomized. Yeah. I mean, but the police in time, oh, at that time, failed to come up with answers, and eventually they closed the case. Mm-hmm. They were just like, sorry. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard to we say. We did our best. <laughs> we did our best. We're going on lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> the Hinter Kaifek case has been reopened several times within the last 95 years. Okay. Even Clairvoyance. Okay. This part's great. I, I, I love I'm this. I'm about it already. So <laughs> even Clairvoyance had been given a chance at the case to see if they can solve it. So. Yes. Here's one of those things that I definitely can't pronounce. So there's a book, Hinterkaifeck, and then these are all German words. <laughs> Spirin, Eins, Moisture, Chosen, Verbeckens. Got it. <laughs> sure. I don't know German. You did, did wonderfully. <laughs> um, by author Peter Leschner. Leschner. Mm. He details how the bodies of the Gruber family and the maid were beheaded not long after their murders took place. And their skulls were sent to Munich, where they were examined by metaphysical clues and uh-huh. given to clairvoyances. Oh, so to try and solve it. After the, I, maybe after the autopsies. Yeah. I don't know. They yeah. they decapitated all the bodies Jesus. and they sent the heads to a clairvoyant, and they were like, "See if it talks to you." Oh my god. <laughs> Could you imagine being a clairvoyant? That's like. Or like, what if the head oh, like got lost in oh, the mail? Well, well, I mean that too. What if the head went somewhere else? <laughs> That too. Could you imagine? Some random person just gets like six heads a in the head. mail. They're just like, oh my god. <laughs> the head of a two-year-old. Oh! <laughs> the head of a two-year-old. Jesus. That sounds like the worst thing ever. I think it is. So, unfortunately, none of the skulls talked surprise, to the clairvoyance. Surprise. I'm surprised. shocked. Yes. Corvus, I'm shocked. I'm shocked as well. How? How did does this not work? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the injustice. 100%. <laughs> So, in 1923, the farm was demolished. They okay. just raised yep. the land and yep. did away with it. Got it. The family lays buried without their heads. Ugh. They don't have their heads. In Ugh. a plot in uh, Wadehofen? Wadehofen? This is how every spooky movie is going to start. I... Like, it's like an angry ghost is buried without his head. my head? Yeah. Why, bro? Yeah. Why? And you didn't even solve my case. You took my head and you didn't solve and you my didn't case. Solve it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it sucks too because all of the skulls of this family were lost. 
Oh my god. They were lost during World War II and they were never oh, returned. That is so sad. Yeah. So they'll just be buried without their heads forever. Forever. Because what can yeah. they do? Yeah. They're dead. They're, it's, yeah. <laughs> and they're it's gone. a done deal at this yeah. point. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. But initial evidence gathered at the crime scene is either also lost or too ancient to give up any secrets. So it's mm, like at this mm-hmm. point, yeah. there's nothing to even... Yeah. Um, in 2007... Another German word I can't pronounce. The mm-hmm. Furstenfeldbruck uh-huh. Police Academy took the Hinterkaifeck murders on as a cold case, uh-huh. and then using like modern uh, forensic techniques, yeah. yeah, they basically they were able to narrow it down to a theory oh. or like one suspect yeah. that they believe actually committed the crime. Yeah, yeah, but they won't release the name out of respect for the people. Uh, the relatives of the person that's still living. Because oh. the, the suspect they narrowed it down to is deceased. Uh-huh. So they're like, just in order to not upset the living relatives, we're not going to yeah. release a name. Interesting. Do you think they will after those relatives die then? I don't know. Maybe? Interesting. I hope someone there is like, I'm going to hold on to this. <laughs> right? I'll wait. I'll wait, but... I'll check the obituaries, and when you did, oh... <laughs> going out <laughs> we'll wait yeah <laughs> we'll find out we'll find out <laughs> that's just, like so frustrating i want to like yeah unsolved cases are so frustrating yes it's like i just want to know absolutely oh yeah it's woof uh-huh at this point it seems unlikely that the public will ever know who committed the murders or why whatever the group of families uh, secrets, whatever secrets the Gruber family kept in life and death, they may now slumber alongside them in the grave. Mm. So, yeah. The yeah. last little tidbit that I thought was interesting uh-huh. that I would cover. Yes. And this part I think you will recognize. <gasps> Another theory that I actually found that was just released in, I want to say it was like 2018. Okay. So maybe like a year yeah. ago. Quite recent. Yeah, I don't know if it, I don't know if that was, things. I mean it was probably longer ago that I don't know. Yeah. You might not remember the name off the top of your head, but Paul Mueller? Mueller? Yes. 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 The man from the train? The, um, is this related to Velisca? Yes. Velisca Axe Murders. Yes. Yes. So there's, yes. there's a theory that it's the same The man, same man. That it's like a connected thing. Yeah. So it basically says, and this is just like a quick... Because they're like in case similar anybody doesn't, in, yeah, anyone mm-hmm. hasn't listened to that episode uh, yeah, or doesn't yeah. know, but he's uh, he was a German or possibly Austrian immigrant, mm-hmm. um, and he went to America and he was responsible for a string of unsolved murders in the 20th century, like we talked yes. about the Velisca Velisca axe murders, murders. yeah, and in these murders, entire households were, were killed with an axe or a similar instrument, mm-hmm. so so the pickaxe kind of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after which the killer spent some time at the crime scene, hung out, ate food, mm-hmm, etc. Mm-hmm. Which is and what happened to Feliska. And then hop on the train and yeah. move to the next yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he typically targeted households with prepubescent children, mm-hmm. such as, uh, not Victoria, Kazelia. And, and Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in the other one there was, what, three kids? I think there were three. Yeah. Yeah, and Veliska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the murders at Hinterkaifeck used the same modus operandi as the man from the train, mm-hmm. uh, such as arranging the crime scenes in ritualistic manners, covering up the bodies. Okay, okay. Um, that kind of stuff. And the details of the American crimes that took place 
were not reported internally. Uh-huh. So the fact that the cases were so similar was kind of hard to just say was coincidence. Right. Because like, they're too similar. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a lot of factors that make they're, them similar. Yeah, they're basically just saying that, like, there's so many similarities between the two cases that it's hard to say that it could yeah. be coincidence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially yeah. if covering up the bodies and things well, like and that. Well, if is... the details weren't released, mm-hmm. like, it was all, like... Yeah, Stuff exactly. Like Interesting. But the string of axe murders uh, abruptly ended in 1912, leaving the authors to speculate the culprit either being dead or fled to another country. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was actually under suspicion by the law by 1912, uh-huh. but he disappeared. Okay. So, don't know. So. Might be, might be related. Interesting. Um, but with with it being almost a century now yeah. since, like, all this happened, yeah. like... What really happened at Inter- Hinterkaifeck on March 12th in 1992, we'll probably never know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Interesting. So, whole family bludgeoned. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What do you think, though? Do you think it's the same man you, as Velisca? I don't, I don't know. It's so hard to say. Because well, thinking about the murders and the details make it seem highly likely. Mm-hmm. It's true. Because I think covering of the bodies and staying at the crime scene is mm-hmm. uncommon. Yeah, usually it's like, you kill and then you flee. And you flee, yeah, you, you like leave. ransack, you flee, yeah. It's so, I think, those two mm-hmm. details. Yeah, and in, like, the Vasiliska axe murder house, yes. he, like, stayed and he ate food. And yeah. He was, like, with the bodies for a while. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah. Don't like that. It's not common and very creepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, if it's, like, those farmlands where there's lots yeah. of space and people can't hear you like i guess you would be like oh i got time <laughs> no one's gonna show up in like an hour True. you know yeah at least i got a day or two <laughs> but yeah so that's oh man whole family Wild. dead incest incest galore <laughs> it was too much incest on this episode <laughs> i don't know why this happened <laughs> This is like when I kept recommending book series to Brad, and oh, every one of them had, had incest. incest in like, even if it was like the most minuscule way. Right. Like it's like a brother and sister kissed, but they didn't know they were brother and sister. But he's just like, why the all, why all the incest? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It wasn't on purpose. I didn't write it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh god, what a time. I know, right? The 1900s. I really just want some cocoa now. <laughs> just a cocoa in a bath. Yeah, the early 1900s were rough. Yeah. Real rough. <laughs> Not a great time. No. Oh. <sighs> we did it, you guys. <laughs> we did. We did do it. That was wild. That was wild. <laughs> we right. both went to a real dark place. But we'll be okay. Krista needs a bath and some hot chocolate. Yes, I do. I need another stiff drink. Yes. <laughs> because, oh my God. I support this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, sign off. Yes. Um, Our socials, if we, I don't know, we don't use them a ton. Death but we dot becomes us. Uh, wait. Instagram death. at death.becomes.us. Twitter at. Death, Death becomes, becomes underscore us. us. There we go. Shit! <laughs> we have been a little rusty. Listen. <laughs> it's We're trying been a hard. We're doing our best. Yeah. And we'll do better, I think. I think so, too. I think things will 
yeah, I've been making it to your town a lot more yes, lately. Yes. So, like I said, we could just yeah be like, hey, you want to yeah you know record one together? I love this. Me too. Let's support it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have a new um, episodes soon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and hopefully they won't all be this rough. Poor <laughs> wolf. It was not. I, oh, I'm just so sad. I know. We will. What is wrong with who hurt us? I don't know, but I am just not. <laughs> Here, me too. Put your hood up. Oh my god. Thank you. Pennywise, help me. You're my only hope. Uh, oh, all right. But, yeah. Um, well, yeah. We'll sign off. We'll say yeah. good night. Uh, we're on all the all the listening places. Oh yeah. Except for SoundCloud because yeah, we're Sound, not on there. SoundCloud I wasn't didn't work out. Was but you know, so we did Anchor, Spotify, and Spotify, Anchor and, and iTunes. Google, and podcasts, and yeah. iTunes, and all it's, the We should be places. up everywhere else. Yeah, should be good to go. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Good night. Good night. And don't die. Don't die. (laughs) Goodbye.